Hi and welcome today. Facebook fans and family, I am so happy that you could come and be with me again on a new journey. Today I will be talking about the topic Don't Bite and Devour. My scripture will be read today coming from the New Testament Galatians 5 and 15. The Bible reads, If ye bite, hallelujah, and devour one another, comma, take heed that ye be not consumed one of then walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust there of hallelujah so wonderful what does the word devour mean could you please tell me it means to destroy, to consume, engulf, demolish, and lay waste. The devil, he devours just like a beast. You know, the beast like a tiger. A lion, a leopard, a crocodile, a bear. And these study just like having a bad attitude of a person is a bite of an, a devourer. So your attitude could be bad that can cause people to be devoured. Bite means the use of the teeth to cut into and through something to chomp, to fight, to chomp, to crush, or mash up. And Psalms. 35 and 16, it talks about hypocritical markers, which are people who are buffoons. We know what the word hypocrite, you say you have a foot with God, but then you don't demonstrate who you are. So it says the opposite of what you are. And people like to mock. They like to mock you. That's a way of biting. That's the tool that the enemy used for biting. People like to point out fingers and find Something to bite you with. And 
and Psalms 73 and 21. He was injured. He was misfortuned. So he was bitten by grief. You can be bitten by grief today. Your heart can be really sad and grieved. So grief can also bite you. And Psalms, that's another tool the enemy uses, grief. So people are so grieved that they want to commit suicide. They're so grieved that they go in their corners and they buckle themselves under and they isolate themselves within themselves away from others because they are so grieved. They are so bitten with grief that it's hard for them to hold their heads up with their mouth. The devil uses the mouth as a great weapon to destroy mankind. That's why when a snake strikes, he doesn't whip his tail at you. He doesn't take his body and and pounce it on top of you. He uses his mouth. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And that's what the devil does in his tongue and his mouth. It has a split, which means two personality. He's two pers- he's two sided, two personality. He could be up and he could be down. You never know how he's he's very cunning and crafty. So we must watch. And he says, Some one might say, I'm gonna kill you. That was a premeditated thought. You know, and it can turn into a threat as it is acted out. That's what a premeditated thought uh, thought is. They thought they was going to kill, and then they acted it out. So the thought came into their minds first. That's where the enemy attacks the mind. Hallelujah! Thank you. He attacks the mind, and then. He uses his tongue to do the rest of the job. As he acts acts it out and literally bites, which biting is an action. It is a verb. It's an adjective. It's an action word, bite, because you're taking your mouth and applying it to the situation. And that's what people do today. They take their mouths and apply it to situations. And sometimes it don't come out for the good. Poison begins to kill. It breaks you down and then it messes you up. From thinking straight, it even stops you from thinking straight. Naturally, an aspect of poison, if it got into your system, any type of poison, it will begin to break down the cells and start affecting the lungs and other parts of the body, the muscles, and weakening you. And you feel yourself 
going down and feeling yourself weak all of a sudden. And next thing you drop, you're gone. Well, that's the same as a snake bite. People are snakes. They bite you, then they leave you hopeless and helpless. And you're, you're the victim and you're sitting there and you're beginning to fade away. Jesus talks about vipers. He said, oh ye, generation of vipers. He knew these people like to bite. And that's all they like to do is bite, bite, bite. Because that's what a serpent does. He first studies you, then he strikes. He goes for the prey. So if you come in his territory, or even if he sees you, just like he saw Eve. He saw Eve. He evidently was watching Eve. Eve was having, probably having a good time eating the nice other fruits or maybe God was telling her she could have. And that's why he asked, he said, this fruit, have you tried this fruit? Yeah, this one over here. Yeah, I've been watching you. I see you. you you've been over there. having. A, you've been getting a good time eating them other fruits. Yeah, God said, but you ain't tried this one. So he he became cunning and crafty first before he bit her. He bit her with his mouth after he reeled her in with his charm. Jesus called people who bite and devour one another snakes. A snake is considered as a beast. And you have different kinds. There are poison bites. They have power. So they. Can be very deadly. But not over the believer. God said. If you take of any deadly poison. Unawarely. It shall not hurt you. People saying things won't hurt you if you're wrapped in God's word and you have the wisdom to tread upon them. They won't hurt you, but God will will bruise their head. And Luke 10 and 19 snakes also means a spirit of divination. When Paul had cast out the spirit out of the woman who was troubling him, the spirit came out as a snake. She had a snake spirit, crafty, subtle, cunning spirit. And many people have those types of spirits in them. Very cunning and crafty and clever. All they come to do, they have other means of you. They're coming to do you harm, not help you. They're coming to do you damage. They're ready to strike and put their venom 
inside of you so that you no longer can function the way God intended you to function. So don't let them rise up over you. To tread means to press and crush something or someone. To stamp means to or stomp means to do some damage. Don't let them rise up over you. Snakes rise up to strike. They sit and study your moves. Then when you're not watching, they strike with their tongues. The tongue is the sensory of smell. They smell fear. Don't let the devil smell fear. Because when he smells fear, then he'll try to reel you in. That's why God wants us to be brave and courageous to kill it, to put that tongue to shame. You know, some people's tongues, they turn into like acid. Snake poison is like an acid that can change the structure of a person's body once they have been infected. And in the spiritual realm, it can change one's mind. Like it did Eve and Adam. It changed their mind once they became affiliated with the knowledge of good and evil. Once they thought, they took a thought and they let it poison them. It poisoned them. The thought, God said you should not surely die. But you shall be as gods. That was a thought that was inflicted inside of their minds. And the poison began. Because they didn't stand up. They didn't rise up and say, God said. And put their foot on that serpent. God said. Not man said. God said. The day ye eat of this tree, ye shall surely die. They should have been more authoritative. But since the fruit was so good and it looked so good to eat, they gave in. And that's what messed them up. They was not watching the tongue of the enemy. But they, they should have been, the eyes should have been more on God and less on anything else. But because it looked it good to eat, it looked it so good, the words begin to soothe them, the spirit of divination. The words begin to soothe them, soothe the words, that's why they call them soothsayer. Soothe because it's something 
that feels good to hear. It began to soothe them. And why this thing was shining in front of their eyes. It looked so good. They're just sitting there. They were listening. The attention was taken away too long. And they just start listening. And when they start listening, that's when it all happened. So let us keep our attentions on Christ Jesus. And that way we won't be lost. He said the tongue is a sensory of a smell. It can smell fear. That's why God wants us to be brave and courageous. So that we can kill it and put that tongue to shame. And we have to watch. It's like an acid. It can eat away at you. So our words, they say, oh, these words, sticks and stones, honey child, may break my bones, but words ain't going to hurt me. That devil is a liar. If you're not rooted and grounded where you need to be, oh, yes, words can hurt thee. Especially from someone you never expected it to come through. And that's how the devil is. You don't expect it to come from that person. You probably was laughing with that person all day. And all of a sudden at the end of the day, they say some hideous word to you. For some apparent reason. Or they got mad about something. Or they start remembering something that you did. And they say some hideous word to you. And you're like, oh, I can't believe this came from them. Oh, no. We was just talking. And all of a sudden something happened and. Now they talking weird. Oh my goodness, what's going on here? You know, because you were standing up for what is right. So the enemy wants to come and try to take you down. That's what a snake does. You're walking and you're standing. Because to tread, hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, Lord. To tread, you have to stand. Because in an upright position, your body is standing. Because you cannot stomp something by being on your knees or um, laying on the ground. You have to be in a standing point. So when it comes, it won't take you, but you can take it. And you have to stand in God. So the tongue can also bring torment. It also can breathe life into something, encouragement, and hope. In Psalms, the fifth chapter, people were speaking of leasing. Leasing. It also means lies. People were speaking of lies. And you know who the father of lies is. The devil. So you know if they come to you with a bunch of lies. You know it ain't God. You know it's the devil. Right away. You notice him. The devil he likes to flatter. That is one of his tactics. He has tactics. 
That's the tactics of the devil. He is trying to convince you. You got it going on. And make you believe something that is not true. He said, throw a suggestion out there. If you smoke, you'll feel better. Yeah. And he said to himself, yeah, if I tell him that, he'd be smiling. But you know, nothing he says is genuine. Only to make you give in. Saying things to persuade or manipulate. And want to win you over. That's his key. He says things to persuade. We know what persuade is. Trying to get somebody to do something that they don't want to do. Or manipulate. He likes to charm. He likes to talk you out of something too. Just like he did Eve. He talked Eve out of her blessing. Out of her walk with God. Out of everything that was beautiful in that garden. Once she gave into that, she was talked out of it. So he likes to talk you out of your blessings. Don't let him. Keep believing God. Don't let him. He has a venomous bite. He talks negative. That's his favorite. Negativity. And you just. And you know. And this ain't going to be. And all this craziness. Everything has a negativity thing behind it. Nothing positive. It's just straight negative. He tell you all the downside things of everything. But he won't tell you the upside, positive things of what's going to happen for you. What God has in store for you. Oh, he ain't going to tell you nothing like that. But he'll tell you all the down stuff. And that's when he's ready to bite. When he starts talking all that negative stuff. He wants to devour them. And when you tread on that mouth and what they says, you are letting God shatter the teeth of the enemy. And when you get that, you got to let that courage also shatter their teeth. You got to have courage when you're walking with God. You can't be afraid. You got to put on that breastplate. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. You got to put on that breastplate of righteousness. Hallelujah. Because the breastplate is going to protect your heart. It's going to keep some stuff. Because under the breastplate, we learn the armor of God that the lungs, as a natural breastplate, we learn. That the lungs are under the breastplate. We learn that the heart is under the breastplate. So we know that the lungs has a lot to do with our breath. Breathing in and out. 
and our heart has to do with the circulatory of pumping the blood to other organs in the body to keep things functioning. So we have to put on the breastplate, hallelujah, of living right, walking right, talking right. We got to put on that breastplate to cover us there. He said, God said to guard your heart for out of it comes the issues of life. Guard that heart. And how do we guard it? We got to have something covering it. And what is best to cover it? The breastplate. Of righteousness. Hallelujah. So if we put the breastplate of righteousness on. We are not going to have a problem. Because we got something covering us. The righteousness of God. Is covering our hearts. And keeping the breath. Flowing in our body. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. And also keep that shield of faith. So when that enemy starts spitting. Oh yeah, some snakes out there that like to spit. Oh my Lord. They can spit far. I was reading about the King Cobra. His bite can be bitten with 12 bites at one time. Lord have mercy. And the Black Mamba. He spits. Oh, and see he spits because his venom is so... Poisonous. It doesn't take long to take you out. His spit is like acid. You know, our spit, when we uh, swallow, excuse me, uh, I don't offend nobody by talking about spit, but our spit is as an acid when it, in our bodies that helps, it has enzymes in it that helps break up. Uh, our digestion when we eat the spit in our bodies yes and then we have acid in our stomachs too and that's where there are spit come from so when spit come from have you ever had heard of acid reflex so our spit comes from our stomachs that's why people say I don't know why I just keep coughing up this cold. Where you think the cold is? Cold is thick, thick saliva that has been uh, accumulated in the body and it's ridding it and coming out. Well, that's the that's, that's same uh, as we compare it to also when every creature has some type of spit. But the spit of the snake is venom. And he spits it out towards his prey. Because he's trying to destroy. He's trying to take you out. He's trying to put this on you so that it begins to deter you. And start breaking you down. It's just to get on your arm. It's so deadly, it begins to eat away at your skin. And you have to get wash it off really fast. Or then you have a problem with your skin because it's so poisonous. It will penetrate the skin, my Lord Jesus. 
Glory be to God. So we got to watch them snakes. We got to watch them. Because a lot of them hide in bushes. A lot of them swinging from trees. Lord have mercy. They didn't call themselves and they didn't wrap themselves around a tree and they have blended in. My Lord. So watch people's mouth and what they say to you. Don't let it offend you. Don't let it get to you. Don't let it take you down because it's coming to take you down. That's 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 what it's supposed to do. Come to take you down. Come to mess you up. Come to disrupt your thinking. Come to change your thinking. That's what it comes to do. It wants you to give in. But you got to fight the good fight of faith. Don't give in. The enemy wants to charm. He's a charmer. Don't forget. But we're going to shatter his teeth. And we're going to be we're going to stand up so we can tread upon him. We tread on him by keeping God's word. When we keep God's word, we will tread on the enemy. Hallelujah. And to trample is to tread. It is handling. It is knowing how to handle the matter. Which means manager. Adam was God's first manager on the earth. He told Adam to have dominion over the creatures, the land. He told Adam to name all the animals. And Adam was in the the garden and taking care of the garden. So Adam had a managerial purpose which God put down here for Adam to do. Adam was made to take care of God's business. Whatever God wanted Adam to do, he was there to take care of what God had gave him. So God also put different species down here on earth. As we know from uh, bugs and animals to be managers. Because if there was no bugs to manage other bugs, then the world would overpopulate. So in other words, God gave something something for something else to feed something else. So everything has something to eat. But in the process, it was a way of managing. Hallelujah. Bugs stop bugs. So this bug might think that he is so great. But there's always another bug that's his lunch. <laughs> so God wants us to be managers. And... And from being, from that, he wants us to put the devil under our feet. When he is under your feet, you can tread on him. You're stepping on something. 
Wisdom says, I got you. You don't got me. I'm treading and I'm attacking it. I'm taking over something. I'm taking over with authority saying, not today. This will not be. I shall not. So let us be good managers over what God has given us. Thank God for his word. Keep looking up. Because there is nothing down. God is up. Hallelujah. Thank God for his beautiful word. And I'm so glad that he wants us to be managers over what he has gave us. He said, if you be faithful over a little, I will make you ruler over many. Hallelujah. God bless. And I have a playlist of songs, if you would be interested, uh, that God allowed me to write under inspiration. If you would be interested, the name of it is J's, J-A-Y-E-S, Love for God. J's, J-A-Y-E-S, Love for God. And also, you can catch me on Spotify and Anchor FM. I have podcasts. A Heart for God and What He Wants from us hallelujah and also I have a page on Facebook Jane Parrott you can check it out I have my testimony on there and some other beautiful wonderful things that I uploaded for those who have maybe have traumatized in their life have been through things and it's a way of encouragement my page is all about encouragement. So you can go there, check it out in your time. If you have time, in Jesus' name. God bless. That's Jane Parrott. J-A-N-E-P-A-R-R-O-T. God bless. Bye. And I'll see you in the next episode. God willing. Have a good night. Hi, how is everybody doing?